Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Michael Sandoval and Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval. And again, I'm the second host, Christopher Tetzel. <laughs> but of course, you're never just second, so you're always first. True, true. <laughs> we said this exact same thing on the last podcast. Did I did it, what this, did I tell you that you were first? Yeah, you like go, well, you know, in alphabetical order, you you know. Oh, okay, okay. Out. That's what I did. Okay, that's I just I listened to it and posted it for tomorrow, so I just that's <laughs> why it's fresh on my mind. Well, so. that's uh, that's that's very very kind of you. Uh, we were just talking about our 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 weekend plans and kind of doing the pre-show as we always do, but you know, because spring beers. is coming up. Yeah, spring. It's just you know, well, not this uh, weekend, but anyway. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Oh, wait, no, spring. Just I mean, we just went through spring this past week. Yeah. Twenty yeah, first, nice here like in Dallas. Is it? Oh, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love, I used to love the springs uh, in Dallas. Here, there's, the, it's just the windy season. I, I say by the end of the month, it'll probably be fine. But we have a good, glorious four weeks of just you can sit outside in patio weather, and uh, it's just uh, with you know, with restaurants and the like. I think it's finally starting to open up a little bit, so you can sit on the patio. It feels, it feels nice. How was in Dallas like this with COVID? Um, oh, there was never probably any difference. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I don't, and now it's, it's all open, you know, people can, you don't even have to have a mask in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, you know, we were talking a little bit about, uh, beers, um, for next weekend, not this weekend, but for next. So some people are coming to town that we used to work with and, and you're yeah. coming to Dallas. And so yes. I'm looking forward to having beers with, with you. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't know if we can do an impromptu, uh, in a safe way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll be, we'll probably be a little, at least within six feet of each other. That's too funny. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so we're talking about what, you know, what to um, talk about this week. And, you know, the thing that I go to is this idea of, you know, what are you working on? Mm-hmm. And I think last week I had kind of given a, given a thought, pro, uh, at least I'm sorry, a, a, a statement that I had finished up a business plan. And, um, I was pretty. I was pretty proud of it. It was. It, was, it went pretty very well. It very well when you present it to your C's, uh, your C levels, and um, there's this silence that comes afterwards. And I'm like, Uh-oh. yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, usually you get something. Okay, well, thank you very much. It was. It was just like silent for a little bit, and I was like, and then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I had to break it. I said, I, I said, so, I said so, like. You know, uh, gentlemen, I I usually don't get a response like this. Um, who would want to be the first? I say I don't get a response like this. That means no response. I don't yeah, get exactly. That. Yeah, usually I get a response. I think that's what I said. Usually I get <laughs> a response. Uh, yeah. Who would like to be the first to say something? <laughs> Sounds good, Michael. Go with yeah, it. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. It looks good. Yeah. No, I. So you know, one of the things we can we talk about. And I think I spent some time doing it, it, it. These, you know, when I talk about it in framework, they always seem easy when you look at the framework. But then when you start kind of digging in, you're like, "Oh man, this is pretty laborious." Uh, the way I set it up was, and you've seen presentations like this from some of our, men, you know, mentor of ours, right, Devishishin. It was about stating the problem. Uh, what what are what does the roadmap look like to go do that? What is the team that has to be developed? 
being, you know, to, to, you know, to bring in, to do that. What is the cost associated with all this that you plan to do? And then what's That's the ROI? Tough one. Yeah, typically, you know, oh, what are you going to get back? ROI is really the tough one, right? It, well, that's the where I spent most of my time, right? It was all data, right? Uh, and uh, uh, the other part I spent a lot of time was... But you're really good at that stuff, you know, and so... But it, Well, I appreciate it. it I, I can dig into it. It just, it just takes time. And so the reason I brought it up was there was such a difference from a financial industry perspective versus what I was so used to. And I even mentioned this... Uh, uh, I had a chance to talk to Devishish, and I mentioned even to my C-levels that I have been so used to looking at business cases from a web perspective, when you're trying to sell widgets or even as a service, right? I, I, you know, I can, I can talk about, you know, channel and, you know, uh, channel acquisition, numbers of folks coming in, conversion, average order value, you know, that kind of stuff, right? It, yeah. And then you can put that into a formula and everything comes out. This is different. I, the way, you know, somebody said the easiest way to, they said the banking industry is really simple, but it's also incredibly complicated. You know, you, you take in deposits and then you, you lend those out, right? It's pretty simple. You make money off of the Delta, right? And it seems simple, but it is so, it is, it is so damn complicated to, to all the details. So the way I was trying to figure out the ROI was to say, Hey, how many, I, I had to actually go back I, to tell you how deep I had to go. I had to go look at, you know, every bank has to give their earnings to the government. So I had to go into those numbers for three years, you know, pull a, you know, do a trend, you know, analysis and then kind of output. And then I had to put in my numbers. Like what, what do I expect to grow in a do nothing scenario, a, halfway scenario. And then of course, if we were to do everything, what would that look like? And, you know, it, it, it's, it's not accurate clearly because there's a lot of value. There's a lot in there. Uh, but you know, you have to look at what you get close number to of people it. you can bring in, how much money they would deposit, what would be the amount that we would, you know, gain from those deposits as a result. You know, it, it was some, there was some I had to go deep into this. It was pretty fascinating. And so when they looked at that, help you they were, no, I just did it myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I even told him, I said, listen, you know, and one of the C-levels is, is, is the, is the uh, CFO. CFO and, and I even kind of preface it. I know you're going to dig right into it and you're going to ask a lot of questions. Just settle down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I even said, Hey, and if they're aggressive, you know, of course, and it made one option look better than the other. So clearly you'd want to go for option C versus option B. And they said, well, you know, that's, those are aggressive numbers. I said, even if you divided it by two, you know, just even if my numbers are off by half, you know, I, I think the, the bottom line is that there's, there's potential growth, right? And that growth is definitely quantifiable. And, uh, and even if you reduce these numbers, you know, I'm off 75% the numbers are still very strong, you know? And they were like, yeah, we can't, we can't argue the, the way the approach that you came about. Right. And so when I, one of the things that, why this is valuable here yeah. is for two reasons. One is uh, we always talk about how do you, you know, if you're in a C-level conversation, how does that work? And it's a very simple thing, right? It's what's the problem. 
How are you going to fix it? And what's the result? It's a very simple thing, but of course that takes a lot of yeah, it's not easy to go. It's not an easy thing, right? You have yeah. kind of, have to, and you have to make it a simple message, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, the uh, uh, the other bit here was around, um, you know, just the expand, you know, the expansion. Like, how do you? Uh, oh, like the 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 strategic thing here is is very similar to what we talk about. Is as our B two B companies are growing. So part of the challenge we have, what's great about community is that you can bring in more customers and use community as a support mechanism to, to service more with less, right? And I hate to say that term, but you get to maybe save some of those resources to support, say, some of your higher tier clients, and then you can use more mass market support like community and the like for self-service. And, and that's becoming more and more of a, a need almost a necessity you would probably make that same argument with your company right now and so on the, it's it's happening on the financial sector too so how do you expand with less footprint is kind of what it is uh banks are very much a a a high investment because you have to put a physical presence somewhere right you always see a bank going up in a corner that's cost and as more and more folks are becoming more online you have to look at digital and what does that digital look like? What does that experience look like? You know, uh, so that's what's been fascinating about this ride is how do you expand a financial institution that comes from paper? I mean, I think when they were striving it to me, I thought it was very interesting the the analogy they made. This is Mike. You have to understand, banking came from paper. Literally, we give paper to somebody in the form of money. They would we would give a receipt. They would come in with a you know book. It would you know as they validate. Like that's where we came from. And I went, oh, that said a lot, right? So moving that digital transformation has been interesting. Very, very interesting. So it got approved, which is very fun. Which one? Option A, B, or oh, C? Oh, yeah. The, the, of course, they, you know, well, you know the, the all-you-can-eat version. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. That and a lot great. of pressure. Yeah, and it was. So. Yeah, well, yeah, now it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to go build this stuff now. Oh, okay. Oh. But that's the fun part, man. I mean, it's hard. Oh, that's the fun part. Fun. Yeah, that's actually you know. So like all the stuff to... you're doing, like to me, is like, oh my god, I, I really got to dive into this. But then, you know, go and talk to the vendors, hiring people, and then you know, hiring people is probably kind of tough. But you know, and especially um, I assume in El Paso, uh, probably a little harder. But you know, you, you can, like you said, you've got people that are willing to to learn something new within the organization already. So that's positive. I'm sure you'll use some of that, but you have to go out and get other talent, you know, but. Very, you know. very good. You're absolutely correct. I think one of the things we talked about was one of the things that a big city, like say Dallas, there was not a talent pool problem. Right. Um, and it's great because that raised everybody up. There was competition, you know, that, you know, but it has other effect. It has a, you know, there's, a run on some salaries. But here, I think one of the things that drove me here, and I think I talked about this, is that, you know, being from here and knowing that's always been uh, technology is not the number one thing that El Paso delivers. I will say that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, it's <laughs> right. other things. Great Mexican food, by the way. Uh, is to I'm help. Positive in, if that's true. <laughs> really is. Um, is to kind of build that base, right? Can you, yeah. can you help? you know, your fellow community to kind of lift the competency up a bit. So, you know, I'll have to teach, 
Right, you're numb. I'm pretty good at that. You're, yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah, but, you but know, it it'll takes time. time. Yeah. It'll just take time. It's an investment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that's kind of, I just wanted to say that was what I was working on. I thought that was kind of fun and exciting. Um, and even got a chance to talk to, you know, so now the, the search begins, right? Which is like yeah. going for the beginning, like journey mapping and user experience stuff and personas. And then we'll figure out what that looks like from a, a you know, web redesign or, Back in so, stuff. I mean, is that, is that the kind of people you'll be hiring is like somebody to a UX, UI team, uh, you know, development team? I I don't know. I mean, are you able to source some of that out? Is that a possibility? Yep. I in assume? fact, yeah. So, so the, really what, what I need right now are just warm bodies that can can get into a system and do shit, right? And yeah. that's – so pretty much some of my, my I wouldn't even know where to start, to be honest. Like, I'd Warm bodies? No, I mean, just like, where do you start building? You know, because you said pretty much everything is from ground up, you know, digital. Yeah, kind of. no, that's, well, that's the conundrum I'm in, man. You know, like, it's literally, what do I do first? Yeah. And so, I, in fact, when I had to do a roadmap as part of the presentation, I was literally sitting here going, what the hell do I do first? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a, I'll do website first. No, that doesn't work. Well, I think, you know? <laughs> I think that, you know, the opportunity for you, and I'm sure you have, but to talk to a peer to, or, you know, somebody like a Devashish or whatever, I'm sure happy to kind of guide you in some of those ways. Uh, look, I'm, I'm sure you have some ideas. I, I mean, obviously you're really smart about that stuff, but if I, I mean, if I were in your shoes, because this is what I do anyways, is, I go to my peers to see exactly kind of how they did it, what they're doing, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, or even digital peers, it doesn't have to be banking, but although that would be helpful, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, no, so. you actually, you know, one of the things I, 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 uh, I do learn from you um, is that you do do that. And, you, you know, I tend to, so the way I kind of work on problems, it's funny how you and I work on problems differently, right? So the way I work on problems is I go right into research, right? I start digging into books. I look into white papers and pull up research and I like, you know, go really deep. And then I spend some time kind of collapsing ideas and I go, ah, aha, got it, I got it. Where I think what I, one of the things I've, I am learning from you is that, hey, the people have already solved this problem. Yeah. Um, reach out to them and you know, spend a few minutes talking with them, chit-chatting with them. And that kind of germinates your ideas. Yeah. I mean, think about it. So when you look back on when we worked together, I didn't do a lot of networking only because I didn't know like anything about building a community online, you know, like I understood community and things like that, but I didn't understand the digital world. Does that make sense? Like Mm. it was just completely different. And and I had to learn e-commerce type stuff. And so that was new. Uh, and then, you know, just, just trying to understand the team and the dynamics. So the positive is I think you probably realized that. Um, I know Devish just realized that because I was very honest with him. <laughs> I, was like, I just don't even know what these people are talking about, you know, like at first. Like, okay. You know, like, I know what they're saying. But, I mean, I, I was very blunt, you know, I was like, I, I've I never worked in e-commerce. Down. I just, yeah. And I mean, for the first probably, month or two, at least, I was just, I mean, we were going through roadmap. Hey, we have to do this and this. I didn't know what a roadmap was, you know, cause I never did any of that. And, mm. You know, so I didn't connect to peers then, you know, the, the nice thing is that you already knew what you're doing. Uh, Jeff has some ideas of what he was doing, you know, yeah. the developer on our team. And so, you know, so I just learned by 
you and asking you questions and you're for the most part pretty patient with me um you know and, and you'd push me <laughs> at times you know and then when i went to imperva um you know it was then like i had to do this by myself like i had no one to build an online community and i'm like and I had some ideas because I wrote everything down. You know, I had old PowerPoints. And so I really had some ideas on how to do it. But, you know, I, I, I struggled quite a bit, um, you know, and probably took me 11 months to, for not, not only because of my own reasons, but from the day I got there to, um, to standing up the community, the community was up in 11 months. You know, look, I mean, we went, we could just got bought by Tama Bravo, so that wasted two months. Couldn't even start the conversation. Oh, that's right. You did have that, uh, you know. And then our company had a breach, and so I had to delay it another month, you know. And so I mean, there was Oof. some things there, but in this company, I'm doing the exact same thing, you know. And, and I'm going to have it up in four months, you know what I mean? Mm. And so, but the point was when I went to Imperva, I was collaborating with peers as much as I can. I was asking questions like after question, after question, talking to people after talking to people. And, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to try this or I'm going to try that. And then I also had a service with higher logic that, you know, they had kind of templates to say, you know, Hey, we have to go do these things and some things I already knew, but I didn't want to go do cause it was really hard. But you know, the person there, uh, even she works with me today, it's like, no, we have to go do this. I mean, you know, like seeding content from customers. I was like, oh, yeah, but that's really hard, you know. Yeah, but, you know, you have to have customers. <laughs> so um, so you learn as you go, and, and it's really difficult at first. Um, but what I did learn was a lot from my peers, especially on the Imperva journey, and especially – uh, and then before that was from you, right? So I, I don't know if there's a point to that, but uh, – Yep. No, no, it's it, it, so the way I, the way I kind of get the point was it's around. It's it is a, it is experience, right? So one of the things I think that spurred up even our podcast, right, which was you had a lot. So the going back to the, when you said we'll have a lot of questions, right? So you would ask yeah. these questions, and we would sit there and we would chit chat, literally, kind of over the the cube, and then I and then I would sense like still some confusion, it's like well, let's just take it to the whiteboard. I, I can. Yeah. I explained it that, that way. And I knew that when... As it, a visual you know, learner, I, that's the way I am anyways. Yeah, so, I, okay, if I, can, if I can give this information, then you, I know that your, your, your brain, and not just you, other, you'll just move on to the next challenge, right? You'll just kind of move up. Um, and, and that's what, what you have to do, right? That's part of the experience. Mm -hmm. So now that you have that, you can now, you can accelerate that. So it almost, is, it makes sense. You're going from like, it, it took, you know, a year and a half, whatever, Excel, then you have 11 months and now you're at four. A lot of that has to do with automation and, the, and, and some of the yeah. things that you're using. Well, that's true. But it, but it becomes a lot, you now, okay, I got to go do this. I got to do this. I got to go do this. Yeah, it's, it's a little easier, you know, like there's always challenges, I think, with building communities or, you know, building a whole entire digital kind of you know what you're doing i mean just building the whole entire thing you know that's that sounds fun exciting but really difficult <laughs> you know yeah so well yeah no, it, it does it, i'm not, you not know, trying stresses, to you know, it's funny because it's just it, like there's moments where i get stressed out where like yeah. i go because when you know when at least like you can always go to someone and ask a question am i doing this right 
in this case, I'm like, it's so brand new. You're like, you're the only, you're the first one doing it. So you're like, well, shit, I don't have the answers. No one, I don't have the, I don't have the teacher's edition. Yeah, there's nobody in your organization. Well, that, I, I think the higher up you go, and 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 even in my role, you know, there's nobody in my organization at any organization that I've been at except for Rexel that knows anything about what I'm doing. You know, they don't, you know, vendor selection, getting people excited about the community, what the value of community brings, how to get seed content, how to build new content. You know, I mean, it's a lot of stuff, right? You know, I bet you. Now I'm just here thinking about it. As I spitball, I bet you if we put our brains together, we could probably come up with like a playbook, like a kickstart community playbook, you know, nothing necessarily verbose, just a simple, like, here are the five things you got to do and where you could start, you know, and, and talk about the experience, like the, just a simple playbook. It's a very easy I like it. Maybe we do it on the podcast or something. And, yeah, I mean, uh, and kind of create some content around it, yeah, like yeah. I mean, written it, content it or whatever. Be, I mean, I, I, and and the playbook can be like, you uh, know, what I like about the playbook. I know you're kind of thinking, so you hear my brain like, tick, 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 tick. Is is there a lot of different aspects to really focusing on community when you first build? So that's where that's where my expertise are anyways, is when you build one from scratch. And and so you gotta think about, you know, uh, engagement strategy from an internal standpoint. So how mm-hmm. do you get people excited? Because a lot of those people are gonna be the ones answering questions and creating those blogs and things like that, you know. Of course you try to make that easy and you talk about that piece, you know, how do you get people excited? What do you do? You know, that's a whole kind of session or two you know, on its own. And then two is a content strategy, you know, for your customers and for your partners. And, you know, if this is a, a customer community, right. So what does that look like, you know? Um, and, you know, where do you get that content um, and how do you make it engaging those kinds of things? And then there's an engagement strategy or, you know, integrate say engagement strategy for your customers. And so, you know, whether it's, um, getting them, a, uh, whether you're, you know, rewarding, recognizing them and things like that. So there's a whole series on that, you know, I mean, we've talked about some of this stuff, but we've never really put it into a, um, you know, a playbook, if you will, you know, and, and, yeah, and, and it's funny as you talk through it, like there's, there's complementary things, right? So like what you were describing was you have the community approved and now you're going to go. It's assume is going to get built, right? And you just oh, kind of have to think about things, right? In my head, also, I'm thinking about like, you know, what if what if you recognize there's a need and how do I build it? Or the other way, which is I've been hired to go build a community. What do I need to do? That's the aspect I came from. But I yeah, like that's the aspect I, you came from, right? But I like the uh, – I like that is, you know, how do you – one – you know, you have this idea of building a community or building a digital whatever. And so now you've got to present it and build all the pieces to present that in front of, I don't know, executives or people that can yeah. buy into Hell, that. This playbook can have like the, the, the PowerPoint demo. Yeah. Just yeah. fill in so. your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this sounds interesting for sure. You know? I like it. 
Yes. <laughs> we'll have to say that one for next time. <laughs> yeah. So our next podcast will be on the playbook, but alas. Uh, well, Chris, I, as always, I enjoy talking with you and uh, we'll get a chance to, uh, well, I don't think we're, uh, next Friday I'll be in Dallas, so we'll have to figure out the schedule. But uh, as always, yeah. it's a pleasure chit-chatting with you. Thank you for another fine episode of Peers Over Peers. My name is Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. All right, Chris. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. All right.